And welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Co-Struction Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Anthony Wilkinson, or Tony My Wilkinson. name, or that. My name is Linnea Anderson. My name is Josh Robbins. And I'm And we Lee. are, sorry, I was double-checking the sound because I was <laughs> paralyzed it wasn't working. It seems like it is working, so I can take this out now. It was paralyzed. And... Our guest world builder here for season two, episode one is Paxton. Oh, he's over it's here. nice to see you all. I'm over here, wherever I am. Yes. So for anyone who is watching, this is our, uh, our first episode of the revamp of the series. We are launching a whole new podcast network, the CoCast Network, through the uh, collective arts production company that uh, is headed up by me and several other members. And this is going to be how we're doing it now. No more, um, no more sending it to Spotify and YouTube. We're going to record it live on Twitch, and then it'll get put on Spotify and YouTube later for archives. But you can watch us live on Twitch if you feel so motivated. Um, so I guess to start out the premise of the show, if for any reason this is someone's first episode that they're watching, um, is the I guess the four of us, usually it's three, are going to have an hour to build a world from scratch. Now, the, the twist is that all the words we use to build the world, the prompt is randomly generated from a list of hundreds of words that we have pre-made. Um, so to get started, Josh has a random number generator ready, and he is going to give me three numbers between one and 60, which are going to be our three major influences. So, Josh, what's the first number? 14. 14. Dystopia. Uh, now, another number? 21. 21, which is labyrinth. And a third number? 13. Alien. So, a dystopian alien <laughs> labyrinth. Oh, it's major. Yeah, we're very close to majors right now. Now, next, we're going to roll for our three main major events. Um, that'll be three numbers between 1 and 137. So, Josh, when you're ready, that first number. Oh, it's taking a second. 70. 70. Ghosts. Second number. 48. 48. Meteor. <laughs> How do you have an underground meteor? All right, sorry. Um, and the third number... One hundred and thirty-three. One hundred and thirty-three. Which Here's the gems in the end here. Karma. So karma is real in this universe. So to go back over it, we have an underground alien labyrinth, and there are ghosts, meteors, and karma in this world. And Can you put it in the chat. Sorry, what? Sorry, I just want Joss to put it in the chat. Oh, okay. So I can and, read them. And Here's then, a second. The last thing is we roll for our inhabitants. So um, we have to include this creature or entity or whatever in it in some things. So that's going to be uh, one number between 1 and 34. And what's that number going to be, Josh? That number will be 16. 16, which is hobbits. <laughs> so there are going to no be hobbits in this world. Word. That's an easy tie-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that, fits, that fits pretty well. Um, this will be so fun. That, on top of all this, though, because it is technically Valentine's Day when we're recording this, it's going to be a romance at the end of the day. 
have to be a romance. <laughs> no. Um, so ghost, the ghost of an alien to fall in love with a hobbit. Yeah, or an alien ghost falls in love with a hobbit, or a hobbit Thanks. alien falls in love with a ghost. A hobbit alien. Now see, I hadn't even considered that. See, the possibilities are endless here on the Construction Podcast. Don't you forget that. Well, I I think it's this one actually doesn't seem too crazy. A lot of these pieces seem to to kind of kind of fit together already. Um, I am I am I am. I'm uh, st- oh, sorry. No, go forth. I I'm struggling to find a good jump off point because I think I think that you could start anywhere because they're connected enough that it's not like oh how do we connect these two weird elements? I think maybe the weirdest thing is is the meteor in the labyrinth, but I would think that it's because of meteors that they are in the labyrinth. But I feel that's a cop Bingo. out, oh. and that we should push past. We should we should find something. Okay, is I there think... a labyrinth on a meteor? That, that's where my mind went next. See that my I'm liking brain, a lot more. An alien ghost on a meteor. And that's an Armageddon that type labyrinth. situation. Well, also that that frees you up because labyrinths <laughs> usually are like a you're moving along in, along an X axis, you know, like you have to go find your way through the path. But imagine course, a labyrinth that's in all that. dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> And so, like you can go you, there's no gravity because you're in space in a meteor so you can fly up through it you can like go around like it's it's a complete it's, yeah it's a three-dimensional labyrinth instead of your standard just kind of like walking through the path and so it's you have a whole other kind of realm of possibilities there um, of course <clears throat> so our, our... alien ghosts on a meteor in a labyrinth mm-hmm. flying through space yeah hmm. uh, well I like maybe the, <laughs> oh. No, Josh. Is this you, an I, alien I versus Hobbit situation? Is yes. that is that it's where we can go here? Yeah. One of your classic <laughs> man versus man, <laughs> alien versus Hobbit. <laughs> the classic storytelling. Um, I I think that, yes. this time. We can do alien versus Hobbit. I I and it's a it's a romance, and I love the idea with a maze. You know that you already kind of have that pre-built romance of it's people trying to get back to each other, trying to connect back with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I hear you. I hear mm-hmm. you. And I, so, <laughs> ghosts it's, lost it's in the labyrinth. Classic, it's your classic <laughs> three-dimensional labyrinth in space of ho- hobbits falling in love story as they fight aliens. It's, really, the numbers <laughs> did the job for us. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you go to any, you go to any movie store. You look on the shelf, and there's a dozen titles that fit this. Um, oh, okay, 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 okay. So, our hobbits are one the of interest of adjacent the alien and there are alien ghosts in the labyrinth in the meteor correct you were cutting out Under... there yes i i, I... was that yourself. is that the sorry so hobbits and aliens mm-hmm. are the love interests yep and then on the meteor flying through space in a labyrinth because we need ghost aliens Yes. Right? It needs well. It needs to contain ghosts and aliens <laughs> and hobbits. They don't have to be connected. We can connect those pieces however we want. I want ghost aliens. Ghost like aliens. I've never heard of alien ghosts. That's what I want. I mean, that's that's honestly that's it. that's a trope that's kind of played with a lot in like video games. I think like you you look at like the Halo franchise or whatever, and there was like the orbiters arbiters or whatever, and they weren't yeah. really ghosts, but there's like always this idea of this like these beings that were these ancient aliens that created these great 
huge structures or devices or like alien like in prometheus um and they are you can just say ancient aliens to me yeah. <laughs> and they, they've died he just and, did. but they're still their machinations are still affecting the world around them and that, i think that's that's a direction you can go if you want to incorporate ghosts into aliens you know what i mean i want aliens that are ghosts i don't know how i don't know how clear i have to make this i want aliens that are ghosts <laughs> but not the same ghosts that are in love with slash against the hobbits yes. okay. the, exactly. yeah, different different species of alien entirely okay okay um, <laughs> wait, so there's multiple ghosts what no wait no, wait no, wait no, no, josh no, no, you no, made no, that no. really complicated i know i'm sorry no, what, I okay. I no because it's from a hierarchy it's a hierarchy of alien so are the ghosts sure. are the ghost okay. aliens, and they're not <laughs> so the hobbits are the love interest and the ghost aliens are they our antagonists are they trying to keep the hobbits apart is this a science yeah experiment? they're trying What's... okay the i think ghost we can have aliens a... are keeping them apart mm -hmm. why that's like because of this because they're not the same species that's the story wait but... i thought i thought i feel okay, like I, I was imagining something different i was imagining there are two hobbits in this labyrinth trying to get to each oh, other. Oh, that's these... a totally different story. I thought it was an alien and a goat. I'm sorry, an alien and a hobbit. And it's the ghost aliens <laughs> that are keeping them apart. It's I his ancestors. I right quick. That I <laughs> yeah. do want... <laughs> I want it to be... I see, I, I completely agree that I want it to be a love story between a hobbit and an alien. That I was saying... the alien ghosts are trying to keep them apart but also there are there are hobbit ghosts there's like two sides of a ghost. there's a ghost sandwich on both okay. sides of this romance story that we're trying to tell yes on either side some people are disagreeing here. okay so, so how... the the ghosts the, are lost the... in the labyrinth the, the couples have been separated forever and so they're trying to keep the living couples apart as well so subplot the alien couples get back together they find each other in the labyrinth finally and like are freed from it okay okay karma Crazy. kind of building off of that but oh yeah fuck we have karma as well um okay i, I like the idea okay there so in addition so there's the ghost there's these two ghosts that are running this labyrinth, right? Yeah. And there's an alien and running it. They're running it. Yeah, and the two ghosts they're they're fighting for different things. One of them is trying to help, and the other is trying to hinder. And okay, so that's sure. like um, one doesn't tell like, the truth, one never lies. And it's like a double love story because it's the whole like they have a weird back and forth thing. These ghosts is like they're working together because they're like they're each trying to prove a different point, you know. And and so <laughs> it's. In the end, the ghosts fall in love. The hobbit and alien. This fall is okay. This is weird too. to me. I want, it feels so weird to just throw this hobbit <laughs> into space. That's why I feel like it needs to be. You can't just have oh, one God. hobbit and one alien. Hold like hold that up. makes no sense. Well, I thought it was kind of um established civilizations on the meteor. Oh, so there's like an alien society and a hobbit society. Because the hobbits dig. And the aliens are in space. So how did the hobbits get there? Um, they were Musk. just there, man. <laughs> I mean, I hear for it. A hundred percent here for it. Okay, okay, okay. A piece of a piece of a planet broke off, and the hobbits okay, were yeah. in it. That it crashes into into the the meteor. Yeah, it crashes yeah. into 
the aliens meteor these two meteors <laughs> crash into each other oh i love that and in doing so some some weird machination causes them to form this really strange thing as like the alien society technology co- collided with the hobbits Correct. digging tunnels and underground thing they it's like, all backed by science yeah this is like 100 <laughs> percent science based but they they form together to make this like ever-changing labyrinth and it is it is controlled by these ancestral spirits of the hobbits and the ghosts and oh, the aliens. Oh, I get it. It's religion. Okay, I'm with you now. But it's like there's these ancestral <clears throat> spirits that are kind of constantly at odds with each other, and it's a classic kind of Romeo and Juliet. They don't want these two people to be together. Correct. And so yeah. a- as they're falling in love, they're starting to make things harder and harder. The labyrinth gets harder and harder to get through as they're having to overcome more and more to be together. That makes sense. So we have an alien, and we have a hobbit, and they're yeah. on this mass together, and mm. they want to be in love, or they are in love, and they want to be together. Yes, and Brilliant. their ancestral spirits <laughs> are fighting to keep them apart um, until the end when they can convince <laughs> the ancestral spirits they should be together, they forgive their differences, and then there's a big ghost oh. orgy. And... and uh, orgy. I sure um (laughs) but karma is where we get into what makes them be able to be together you have to earn enough something so through the labyrinth maybe they like have to like they find people who are either lost or have been lost for a while and sort of have to like good samaritan their way (laughs) maybe that's what's creating the ghosts that are trying to keep them together is this is their karmic punishment for whatever negativity they put into the universe. Maybe there was a a war. There was a great war when they first collided. And (laughs) they, okay, okay. There's a war war of the great clash. The aliens and the hobbits are fighting each other and they, a bunch of them die. And they are punished karmically by being forever trapped in ghost form after that to eternally be at odds with each other these societies have separated because they basically said we can't fight anymore we're just going to make everything real fucky so we can't get to each other um (laughs) like and that's how this labyrinth was formed and the main thing is how do our two how would these two main characters meet how how does our hobbit oh that's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) maybe i kind of like if, if if it's like if it's like we don't really, like they don't really see each other yet. Like if it's something they just they're rolled talking... into each other underground, they just like collided underground. I meant more like, like maybe there's an alien technology. It's like they meet only through writing to each other or something like that. And yeah. the whole thing is them like having to leave signs and and stuff for each other to follow oh, down the path. Oh, sort of like okay, like that graffiti hmm. artist. And it could be a cool thing of like the alien is just really obsessed with hobbit culture and so it's <laughs> even weird that she is able to read the writing that's and like a, most like aliens that. that saw this wouldn't even be able to get it i is like that, that. Yeah. i like yeah. that so like so, she can understand the writing and they start she starts talking and maybe it starts under false pretenses where she doesn't reveal that she's one of these alien beings you know 
Mm. So he thinks it's just another like hobbit. That. Like, it's it's at first okay. At first, it's they just both come to the same place at different times, and they're leaving notes for each other on the wall. But right. they're but they find as they get closer and closer. Like, oh the, my god! And once, it's a graffiti love story. Well, wait, so yeah. it's a graffiti love story. Or even we like so the 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 labyrinth is supposed to separate the two societies, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much completely. Yeah. What if there's like a relatively like because like the two rocks collided, right? So there'd be like a spot where you could like sort of see some of the other rock, but maybe not be able to like see someone. So like keeping with like the painting, they just like sort of graffiti their messages to each other. Exactly. And maybe it's some like code that they're using so that they like bridge the language barrier a little bit. Oh, I like that even more. So maybe so they separated. can't quite understand each other in the beginning. They're separated by the vast just chasm pictures. of space, and the only way to get to each other is through the labyrinth, and they decide they're going to meet in the middle. Um, it's like a subway with graffiti. And so then the entire <laughs> thing becomes about them traveling through the labyrinth. Um, but it's hard, though, because it's like they can't really interact with each other then if they're meeting in the middle. It would have to be more like one of them well, is one chasing day. the other in some capacity. Okay. Like you know what I mean? They inadvertently. Okay, so because... There's um, upper dwellers and lower dwellers mm. in this scenario. They are working on different schedules, so they never run into each other, just on their work schedules and life. Mm-hmm. And so then, inadvertently, they come together one day on Valentine's Day. <laughs> what if they use their, their tags, so like their graffiti tags, to like find each other? They yeah. have some symbol, and then <laughs> they just Valentine's mark the walls day. of the labyrinth at each end. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So slight, slight twist. Can I pitch a slight twist here? Of course. <laughs> the we we have the girl, which is like obsessed with Hobbit culture or whatever. You know these two huh. things, and so she has slowly and surely. She's kind of like the scientific type. She has like actually mapped out the labyrinth, which has been laying dormant for years. You know, um, and she's found her way through the labyrinth to the entrance of the Hobbit thing. And she, who does she fall in love with? This Hobbit guard, who's like. He doesn't do anything. They haven't seen these aliens in like a hundred years. It's the worst <laughs> job ever. This dude just like chills there all day. He he, and they start talking, and you know they, they, you know the first like third of the movie is just her coming to him, movie or whatever this is. I don't know. Is yeah yeah yeah. It's a movie. Cultures, and then what's this? The the moment they're about to kiss or whatever. You know the moment when they share this true moment of intimacy. The labyrinth we reawakens and separates, and suddenly they're separated by this huge chasm. And the labyrinth is now moving and awake. And not only, and and they've realized that by doing this, <laughs> they've triggered some kind of of possible like karmaic alien like, ghost thing. Yeah, they've awakened. Like their, their ancestral <laughs> spirits are angry, and so now not only do they have to get back together, but they have to try to find a way to calm these spirits because if the labyrinth keeps growing and changing, it's going to destroy both of their societies. I know that's an extra pitch, but that's another level of like. And know, I think that kind of like, instead well, of a kiss, it should be a hand touch. Yeah, it's just like they're like they're literally about to like <laughs> touch each other for the first time, and then yeah, and then yeah, you know that. it's like the hands are like here, and then oh no, we're yeah, yeah, yeah apart. exactly. Yeah. And that could be really cool because it's like these two, because we had mentioned earlier that like these two societies were like fighting at one yeah. point and they're in this giant war. <laughs> and so they're fighting and they're fighting. And it was like the end resolve of like just some sort of like magical right between the hobbits and the aliens that they were like, we're done. We're going to 
bah, and then that magic creates the labyrinth and it seals all Ooh. of the that's a- ancient alien ghosts <laughs> inside <laughs> yeah. the labyrinth. And so then it's like this, it's like all these years in the future and this hobbit and this alien, it's like the societies have completely forgotten about it. And it's just like, it's something that they don't even really, it's like, oh yeah, there was a war millions of years ago, but like, we don't really know anything about it. And yeah, so like they like, literally have one guy guarding this oh, the yeah. door, like that's it. <laughs> and so it's like, when he sees her, he's like, I've heard this story, you exist, like what? But it's not like in an immediate fear because he's like, this is, this can't even uh-huh. be real. Like, how are you real right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it, I think it's a pretty pretty classic thing of you know, it's like the two societies disco- basically discovering each other for the first time. You know, yeah. and and so it's like this, and as they, she is able to communicate with him because she has studied, because she's like the one who's like knowledge, and he's a little bit more of of you know, he's he's just like a, he's guard. a guard, he's kind of a, he's just like a kind <laughs> of normal, normal entity, and they, you know, they they inter. The, as they kind of grow as she's trying to study him this reminds me there's a there's a song Ooh. i really love which is funny that this is what it's reminding me of but they're called the curse by josh ritter and it's about this archaeologist who falls in love with a mummy because it, the mummy comes to life at night and she would talk and interview him to like get his his to get history and they fall in love in the process and i imagine this is kind of like a similar thing where it's like as she's trying to study it turns into all this other stuff and he fell in love with his mom a mummy. <laughs> a mummy. <laughs> well, and I'd imagine that the, the aliens would have better technology to be able to observe the hobbits. So that may make sense that she would know more about them than he would know about them, about yeah. her. Yeah, and here, the the only thing I feel is like I I know we've kind of we we kind of kind of touched on karma, but before we move any too much deeper, how does karma really filter into this? Like, what is so what is karma in this in this universe? Oh, is, yeah. Oh. yeah. What is karma oh, in man. general? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is, is there, karma? I mean, like, we know, like, yeah, I know what it is, but like, is Does there a Does it have to do with my car or my mom? Karma? Because, <laughs> <Go on. laughs> I mean, the, Here, the, general, the general thing is, how I understand it is it's like, you do good, good things happen. You do bad, bad things happen. Yeah. But also, like, we, it needs we, a, always, maybe we always, oh, sorry. No, sorry. Maybe we can make it a little bit more tangible. <coughs> Hear me out. <laughs> okay, yeah. I also have an idea when you when you say yours, but no, 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 no. That was my idea. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so, uh... so here's here's the thing. So karma is basic. I I know this. We're not talking about the actual religious idea of karma because I don't want to dig into that. That's its own thing. We are not knowledgeable <laughs> enough to be speaking on karma. What I what I do like the idea of it's a give and a take. And the thing is the more the, the how the karma fits in is the more that they try to connect the I more the forces work to pull them apart <laughs> you um, borrow your car from your mom wait can you repeat that you've cut <laughs> out for car me mom thing. <laughs> sorry you borrow your car from your mom right. and then you give it okay. back yeah <laughs> perfect um, but do, do you see what I mean? Like the more they try to connect together, the more that the the it's mm-hmm. it's you know I this is actually I guess this will be a lost episode, which is sad because it was one of our best ideas I think. But it, it reminds me of the twenty three <laughs> hours and and um, fifty nine minutes with oh, you, yeah. the story we came up. That's like the existential rom com. 
about how like the guy's trying to save the girl as it final destinations out of control and this is that similar situation is that they are having to go through more and more obstacles and each time every time they start to get close it feels like they're pulled even farther <laughs> apart um, and they have to find a yeah. way to overcome this by traveling so it's this love story where they're always traveling together but they're never together they're always separated by yeah they're always separated by a chasm or a wall <laughs> or something like that you know and they're always moving together and having to find different ways to communicate like sometimes it's like if they're completely in the dark and they're like you know drawing in like glow in the dark stuff on the walls and and like all like it's it's a series of challenges uh, as they're having to say as they're having to travel and it's this it's a more of an emotional intimacy than a physical intimacy mm -hmm. you know i want there yes. to be like this is kind of pinpointing something and i know this isn't really like a story writing uh podcast but like, I, like there's an idea of just like is. we say there's this thing like <laughs> it, it's story writing <laughs> but like i want there to be like a like one part in the labyrinth that was like made specifically for them and was like specifically to be cruel to them that there's like these two <laughs> walls that they're like meant like two paths that are like they're meant to be past each other and the wall is so thin between it but it's so strong that they cannot break through it but they can hear each other and Aww. so there's this moment where they can actually speak and like actually talk again and like have that moment of like have that moment of like emotional intimacy but yeah. they cannot get through to each other and they know that they can't stay here for very long because they have to keep moving so yeah. it becomes this thing of like I, ha I, ca I cannot even stay here any longer or else you and I and everyone is doomed yeah and, and they're like, I, like that. I think that's the other the other driving forces because it's like if, if they don't have to get anywhere then it's like if they're just separated then it's like okay well there's this chasm but we can still like yell at each other or whatever it's like <laughs> um, we can make this I work <laughs> and, you know, maybe maybe it's maybe it's not necessarily as much, and what this is we could go either way and i just let's i, I want to take a poll on how we feel if it is there is something that's going to destroy both their societies out. or it is just them having to find a way to be together hear like, me which, out which do, of these directions? do aliens and oh. hobbits make humans <laughs> the aliens are really tall the hobbits are really small Yo, is this just like a baby is this prehistory? <laughs> this is actually the this, this is, is the prequel to Prometheus. Checkmate. Oh goodness gracious! I actually really love that idea. <laughs> Me too. Um, it's super goofy. I, I mean, that wraps up some loose ends pretty quick. I mean, it just makes the math real easy. But, but, oh, so sorry to go. <laughs> Just to jump back so, really quick, sorry. is this is this an epic is this an epic story of them saving their civilizations, or is this them overcoming and bring just their goal is to connect their civilizations back together, working against is the labyrinth? Is this just the birth story spirits. of humans? I, I do I do like the idea of I like like, that. there's there's more yeah, it, like there's there's more to it than it's just them. It starts as like her meeting the guard and just being like, like I want to be with this hobbit dude but i do like the idea that it's like wow there's a force in here like in this labyrinth and it's, it's even the force that's making the labyrinth move and grow that is of, changing like, the way that everything yeah, yeah. and it's okay. like there's okay. there's so, danger to it right so we were saying there's the moment where they connect yeah. and then the labyrinth grows right and then yeah but they can still speak and they can still communicate and what the guard notices is that 
is that the cave is changing and it's it like breaks yeah. open the door and he's like oh crap the labyrinth is expanding and that's right. when then they have to have this talk and they and they basically decide that they're going to travel into the labyrinth to try to find a way to shut it down but oh. they can't travel together they are traveling parallel and all this other stuff like in the that. entire thing mm-hmm. it's not until they get to the center and discover um, I, I here's the other thing because this feels like it actually could have this like really fun comedic element to it if like the ghosts were kind of like the ghosts in Mulan where it's like the spirits <laughs> are like you know like yeah <laughs> they're like popping yeah. up and saying like you know like and it's I'm like they're constantly that. at odds with each other and like they're each on either side of it you know their arms cross like mm-hmm. oh we can't allow this to happen and we get to see them as they purposefully are making walls as they're building the, the labyrinth ahead of yeah. them oh and, I see you now and maybe okay. for the ghosts they've, they've decided it's like we're going to prove which one of our species is stronger by who mm. gets to the end like first like that's what they're trying to do um and they're not really like they don't really comprehend that these two people want to reach their that space together like that's the ghosts are trying they don't to make want it... to make humans <laughs> because they foresee they can foresee the creation of exactly this podcast, and everything and like, that we've done yeah we gotta they make actually sure that the... doesn't happen <laughs> they... <laughs> i actually see the rona oh. Um, Gotta put pump the brakes on that oh, one. Someone followed us 43 minutes ago. Canvas Cryptid. Well, if you're watching Canvas Cryptid, thank you. Um, Dang, thanks, Candy. Excuse um, me. But, <laughs> that was before we even started recording, so it's probably someone who works in our company who followed. But, um, but still, Canvas, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Canvas. Um, but the uh, so i like this and it's the so the labyrinth is being built ahead of them and it's mm-hmm. being built to try oh canvas cryptive is watching well cam sorry they just replied nope nice to meet you canvas um but <laughs> okay so like really quick aside here i i know the layout of tony's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> so like when he what said the, that he looked over mean? at where his bed has the door to his room is and so i really <laughs> thought he was about to be like actually canvas is he <laughs> and everyone introduced canvas <laughs> um canvas is actually the so well scared. um so sorry getting back to it but okay no I, i'm actually i'm really digging this idea now this like love story where it's it's like the force is working against them are trying to prove that the love they, they're trying to prove that the other side is weaker they're like okay yours doesn't love like obviously we're we have a greater it's oh, okay this is like the um it's like that old uh, maybe not but it's like the old this old bible story it's like where it's like god and the devil and they're like keep punishing someone to prove the devil keeps job. punishing job to Ew. prove that he's you know the best christian or whatever that was about mm-hmm. and this is kind of the similar they're punishing their people to try to prove well mine won't give up first mine yeah. and it's and they're driven to the breaking point and then in that moment because of all this all the love that they've put out there and all the work that's the karma they yeah. have proven themselves and then it spreads throughout the the ghosts then are able to move past the ancestral feud between them and yeah. why do we keep rewriting the bible this this is clearly clearly different what was another thing we did that was like the oh there was there was literally son of the sun our first episode that was just a very thinly veiled allegory for jesus but if jesus was a vampire that ate emotions 
Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Man, we've had some ideas on this podcast. Was um, he not? What? I don't think he ate emotions. I can't speak on the vampire thing. My holy text. <laughs> but, um, but no, okay, so. Where were we? Uh, right. <laughs> Rewriting so the Bible. Joke. Um, punishing joke, their yeah. own people. Making this labyrinth more and more complicated as they get closer. And then and when they, at their breaking point. That's I don't an, know. I don't know if it actually ends. That's an interesting idea. It just made me think of something. Because, like, in that story is, like, it literally affects, like, every part of Job's life. And, like, one of the things that happens is, like, all of his children are dead like all, all his children the devil's just like okay fine if he's not gonna curse you boom they're all gone mm-hmm. and that just gave me a thought like as like this labyrinth is growing like they both i don't know if they enter from the same side or if they're you know coming at it from different sides of you know the labyrinth to get to wherever they need to yeah, yeah. but as it's growing and expanding out it is like starting to take over their worlds and it is like yeah. destroying like before like as even everything oh, is, is battling before it reaches like this critical point where everything is destroyed it's even growing out farther to like create yeah. natural disasters in hobbiton yep. or wherever yeah oh okay. hobbiton. i got oh yeah i got, I got <laughs> a moment I got... no i love that no i, I do okay. um... i have a I have a, I have a moment to pitch i have a moment to pitch this okay. a, a scene so like this whole thing is it starts out and basically the labyrinth starts to grow and it blocks their path and and the ghosts actually speak to them and we're basically like you have to make it to the end or your civilizations will be destroyed Ooh. what they don't know is that they say if you make it to the end your civilization will be saved what they don't when they get to the final chapter or whatever it's just a room and this is the first time they can be together and they're like only one of you can save your civilization that's the final test is like basically this, this it's ends like with one of those games that everybody's been doing in the last lately what are they called like the escape room it's an escape room not, not even an escape room it's it's like they're in this room and basically they're paying it they're watching as like the out the outskirts of the platform just start falling away like falling um, down into space and yeah. it's like it's like one of you only one of you which only one of you can leave the room it's and you have to decide room. who it's, it's going to be it's very it would be it, okay how do they do it it's down to the very last Games, <laughs> but like what if like that is like the end karma of it is that like Ooh. if you if someone was to say no my society is the one that needs to live on and i'm going to, i'm totally fine with sacrificing millions of people mm-hmm. um then that person it's it's like a trick yeah. right it's like that like the, the per, like if you if you were to say that then everything would end so the only way to actually break this curse or this is to not be racist magic, yes is to say <laughs> no we're not going we're not going to choose yeah. Well, and also like imagine that final moment that like the floor is falling out down around them or the ceiling is falling down on well, either one and for the first time they get this touch it's they embrace each other as they start to fall into the vacuum of space and then it stops and it then, just goes oh. black it's just <laughs> that gravity well, doesn't exist it could be two anymore because it's, it's, it's either, an asteroid well, they, 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 they just fade either they would die but their sacrifice would prove that they were that their societies could come together in death they would have proved that 
or and then they're saved in the last minute if they want to do a feel good. <laughs> and then it straight up is Romeo and Juliet if they both die, exactly. but that sacrifice is what turns the whole thing off. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Is that like, like their I, sacrifice and their death is what is able to reunite? Not reunite yeah. necessarily, but... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you said in the beginning, it's your classic story. It's just Romeo and Juliet in a three-dimensional space labyrinth between aliens and uh, aliens <laughs> and hobbits, where their ancestors are ghosts that are constantly <laughs> building the world around them to keep them from coming together. All underground. It's exactly. perfect. All underground. <laughs> All underground. Constantly moving, constantly shifting, <laughs> every potatoes. which way possible. Um, so basically be a good person i'm sorry human hobbit alien um be underground in space but is expanding this rock that's pulling them apart but they can be together if they're not a dick yes <laughs> so and we can we can kind of go with the labyrinth in two different ways if if it's not a feel-good ending we can make it a really really messed up labyrinth or if it is a feel-good ending then we can you know go the the uh the David Bowie route. <laughs> Puppets have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> or we could make it a super bummer ending and have puppets. And yeah. have puppets. All of your puppet, all the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Dungeon I, rings, man. Are just going to be a painting be behind kind of... Paxton's head. I, I think <laughs> honestly, like if this was a, a a like a claymation thing, like some of the imagery I'm imagining, like something like that. There is something the that's painting that's behind thing. Paxton's head. Could be interesting. <laughs> well, it's, it's like Wallace and, and Gromit. It's, it's Wallace and Gromit, but it's space hobbits. <laughs> Hear me out here. Hear me out. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Go forth. <laughs> um, um, okay, so. So, right quick, and this <laughs> may not even be important at all but i'm keeping oh, it's all important. on it <laughs> what what do the aliens look like yeah I was about humans i want them to look like as humans i want like spider <laughs> we can't get the I word alien and just be like oh they're just aliens that look and act exactly like humans it's fine i said half um, i said uh, half like what's humans. the other half Hobbits. So like we are going with very clear. <laughs> it's a love story between a little tiny hobbit and a fucking half-human spider monstrosity that's like climbing up walls and like shooting it. webs. Dude, it's it. It's the, it's the same race as it. Oh, um, oh no! But okay. it's the opposite of it. Instead of instead of turning into what you're most afraid of, it turns into what you would do the most. I, I, think, I, I think our alien has to be something similar to like Twi'leks in Star Wars, you know, where it's like they're kind of, they're very humanoid, but they like have something about them that's different, you know, like one or two features, you know, like. Hmm. Jog my memory. Which one is a Twi'lek? Twi'leks are the ones with the the, big, the green ones. Yeah, the green and okay. blue ones. Yeah. Um, is that the aesthetic? I, I'm not saying that's what they are, but I think it's like that where it's like it's humanoid, but we it has like some it has something about it that's different, you know. Mm. It has like Yeah, know. so as I've been saying, half alien, half human, half hobbit, half human. They come together and that is our origin story. Right. So you think like maybe they're taller? So it's like how does mm. how do you get to a hobbit from a human? It's just they're just a shorter human. They basically. breed. Well, how do they you get breed. to a hobbit in general? 
I think, is where we need to start. Well, it's just you oh. make a short human. Ah. That's all it is. Kind of go like the the way the way we did to the docs, you know, just. Anyway. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm it's taking crazy horrible. things. The Hobbit's just it's a horrible. short person. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> it's person. just a dash hunt. I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying like the, if you take uh, from Lord of the Rings, if you look at a Hobbit, how yes, else, like yeah. how do you describe it? They, they have sli- their feet aren't like bigger. They're just not proportionate to the rest of their body. Well, maybe their feet are. That's bigger. true. Uh, it's it's like I think they have big feet and they're short. Like they're just humans. Like they're yeah, just short humans. Yeah. They also like to party. They do like to party. That's their whole thing. <laughs> they do like, like, they to, like party. to have parties. They like to give gifts. And they live underground. Oh my god. Well here they well here they do at least. <laughs> at least on this asteroid they live underground. <laughs> um, on this asteroid too. <laughs> um, but so the question we still have not landed at what our alien is going to be um my thought i don't know i like the idea of a (laughs) non-traditional skin tone like your color (laughs) no like purple (laughs) i was like a purple too i was with you like you know uh like purple skin maybe they have one eye a Ooh, they have like a little easy vert diamond in the middle of their forehead. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. That. And <laughs> they have like, and besides that, they're pretty, maybe they have like web fingers or something. Besides that, they're pretty humanoid. Tony, Ooh. could you hold up your hand real quick? I, I, I had a feeling it was going to go shape of water. I wasn't What's quite sure why. What's on your hand? What is on your hand, actually? I've been wondering all this time. Uh, that's marker, I think. Oh yeah, Why? it's Sharpie. I was writing in Sharpie earlier today, and I got some on my hand. Why? I was like, I was doing, I was doing it on like a plastic surface, and it rubbed off on my hand. Um, but <laughs> the okay, so we got purple, three-eyed. Oh, wait, oh, wait, sorry. Is it just a diamond on their head, or do they have a third eye there? Well, yeah, I like to imagine that they're descendant from Lil Uzi Vert, and okay, they've got I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Quick pop culture, pop, pop culture moment for Tony. A famous yeah. rapper uh, within the last two weeks got uh-huh. a twenty-four million dollar diamond implanted in the middle of his forehead. No, can we get that on screen grab? <laughs> can we... We'll put it in the notes. Someone put a job. <laughs> put it in the notes. Everyone, yeah, everyone, put it in the notes. <laughs> everyone, just like go ahead and Google. What was it? It was little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> everyone just take a second and Google little Uzi Vert, I guess. Um, wow. We'll just be waiting here, not doing anything. Uh, wow. Tony, if you still got that Sharpie and you just kind of want to like draw like a rhombus just right Would here, we can get a visual. A, a great visual. Yeah. Way to know the fucking word, Josh. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I like diamond, diamond in there. Okay, okay. Maybe, okay. <laughs> Maybe oh, like glows. the alien is like earthy. a headlamp. You know what I mean? Like they're like the kind lamp. of crystal. <laughs> oh, I love that. Ooh, like a and crystal golem kind of looking. And it, it's this whole thing. And maybe it was maybe it was less that the aliens were <laughs> Lacroix. That it was less that the aliens were like were like that that their their planets oh. crashed and the aliens were. It was like the this asteroid was connected to these kind of earth mineral people and the hobbits were tunneling mm-hmm. and digging and 
and doing this stuff and disrupting the environment. And that's why the tunnels are able to move because it literally is like the souls of these people. And maybe it's okay, less cool. that she had... And, and maybe it's less that she has like a society that she comes from and it's more like she's this kind of she was this dormant entity that has, mm. is awoken mm. has been exploring these labyrinths being alone all her life and has been slowly watching the hobbit culture but afraid to reach out because they're different they're so different and she doesn't know until she has the opportunity to connect with this one being and in this it's like the karma for destroying her civilization the crystal beings are wanting to to prove that that it, that their differences can't be reconciled that at the end of the day the crystal creatures and the hobbits will never coexist they can't and this is mm. the test the trial to prove that i mean i don't know that's 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 changing up the story so, a bit but. i like that a lot because it feels like it's kind of a way to make it like kind of bring something very sci-fi and very alien also more into the world of like this high fantasy where there would be hobbits you know because like i could totally see like reading a story where there are elves and hobbits and then there's crystal creatures from outer space and technically that is science fiction technically that is those are aliens yeah but it kind of just brings it into the same world a little bit more yeah yeah. So we're basically him... taking Aang from Avatar, putting him in this glass ball again, and then putting him on an asteroid. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> With like a lot of them, like a lot of tiny Aangs. And, 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 and maybe it's, uh, okay, I, okay, Josh, you, you might have been joking yeah. when you said eggs, but I also kind of like the idea that she's watching over something. And like, that's the, and like, she wants yeah. to like, and she wants to, she wants to show it to him or something. And that's, when this happens, as he's seeing it, that's when it's separated, and that's when the spirits are like, "Okay, we gotta, we, we can't let this happen." Well, and so maybe, yeah, I mean, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's like maybe that's that is like her, her, you know, being set apart was her being like selected somehow to yeah. be someone that sits somewhere deep inside of this asteroid to be the one that like watches over these tiny little growing crystals inside of this big room and that is like her purpose and so she wants once she meets our hobbit man she wants to show that to him because mm. she has like become obsessed with their culture but she knows really nothing of her own because she kind of raises them up and then once they are ready to go she just I don't know how she gets rid of them, but they leave out of that room and the, Isn't it? the, it's like yeah. a mail tube. They just kind of shoot. <laughs> 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 Which, that makes me wonder if exactly. honestly, if she's like a, a queen. Should... She's a queen that is obsessed. It's like she's a queen in a nest that is obsessed with another race. Queen yeah, it's like obsessed with the interesting. <laughs> Princess locked in a tower. Yeah, and, and so she's watching, and, and the only person she sees is is this person who comes. Well, maybe it's like it wouldn't always be him. Maybe it is rotating, but there's this one person, one Hobbit in particular that she is fascinated with, and he discovers her, and they start to communicate, <laughs> and they start to talk. And, oh my God, it's Paxton! <laughs> and she is Cody and Paxton make the human race. <laughs> um the okay maybe the maybe the deal is so they're about to, it, it, we keep it the same they're about to touch when this happens but now they have to get back to 
the crystals like they have to get like she's like because that's where the ancestral spirits that's the place to communicate with them because she has been mm-hmm. able to communicate with them maybe that's part of the okay. thing and she's so those trust... are the that's 5g that's yeah. 5g my guy <laughs> and and she's basically saying like in the in the start the spirits are like you can't trust them like, keep an eye on them and when it's time we will we will re- when when push comes to shut maybe it's even like they say when push comes to shove we have to destroy them like, we have to, like, oh we like we can't <laughs> coexist with these people um yeah. and we've you we've we've and so it's not spirits on both sides as much as it is just these crystal spirits of the crystals yeah that are that are the ones controlling this and the test is these tests are specifically formulated in a way that tries to turn them against each other it it, yeah. it breaks them down and it's trying to get her to realize that she can't trust him but the karma part is he keeps passing the test he keeps proving mm-hmm. that he is a good person and that he cares for her and that is making things harder for the spirits and harder to convince her until in the end the final test is well it's us it's it's her or your your world and, and it's and i really also like that that could be the thing is like the where they have to get back to is this crystal room where these little so it's 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 killing the younglings <laughs> like it's literally like being in the room with all of their babies and being like okay fine it's your people or literally all of these infants that are around you right now yeah. hard pass hard yeah. pass Super. on the infants and and, 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 frogs, then it's, dude. and then you know the the solution they reach it's the romeo and juliet is their suicide that's the only that's the only way to prove this and it's like they they die but in their sacrifice the end of the movie is you know you see the crystals starting to hatch and you see them walking up to the gates of the hobbits and that's like you don't and that's the end like you don't know what happens but the end of the credits is just it's just a bunch of like hobbits carrying around these tiny little alien babies just taking care of them yeah i love that very wholesome i love that (laughs) but yeah because i i especially i imagine it like these crystal beings are maybe it's the these spirits themselves these ghosts their bodies are like in this cavern with these growing crystals but they're like the they're like the crew in davy jones and pirates of the caribbean like their bodies are like built into the walls of the cave like I just, that's like cool <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 where they're yeah. sitting there in like their thrones or whatever watching over and and then there's and then like their spirits like travel through the crystals just like it's light and like you hear their voices oh, and stuff. Oh, a very but, ephemeral. Yes. Yeah, but I, I do like if it's like at the end, they're like, no, we cannot coexist. You are dooming us. And, and they're trying to push her. They're like, uh, kill him or kill him or we will destroy the eggs. Um, and which, you know, they're bluffing, but she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe they're so, they're so <laughs> cannot believe it that they're like, if you're going to doom our society, then we will doom it first. More society. Um, I would like to do more society in life. <laughs> And, <laughs> and and maybe it's even less that that like they're saying that they're telling him that like your society will be destroyed but she's like she's freaking out she doesn't know what to do she can't do it and then like she has a weapon or something and then she looks and he's stabbed himself with it to mm-hmm. save her from the turmoil to to make sure that and then it's i mean it's is exactly like romeo and juliet have they gotten and together her... before this point of murder self-murder have they what? 
gotten together before. They've seen each other, but that's the first time they've, they've actually like, and that's okay. touched. They, and okay. he dies in her arms, and as, and as she does, <gasps> she forms a new crystal around him, and they're locked forever in this embrace. Love of, it. So she I just love suffocates. It. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, she, and she just and she's forever. like that's it. They could never touch, and then the, when they touch, finally they embrace. They're together forever. And then the next generation gets to hatch it, and it's humans. Yeah, that yeah, that'll be the secret. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, so then it just break, like breaks off this asteroid and then hits Earth and then yeah, and humans. that's humans. <laughs> that was the asteroid that killed the aliens. And that asteroid is <gasps> actually oh, actually and that the asteroid that asteroid and is the actually the, the asteroid that sunk Atlantis and the blue crystals are from Atlantis are the crystals that they're made of. And that asteroid today, his name is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh also known as Crater Lake in Colorado. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's do a quick recap before we call Don to, to, walk, um, to walk him through this. Um, um, or do we just, do we just, because we're already at 52 minutes, do I just call Don and try to explain it to him as freestyle? Yeah, probably. Let's give him a call and, and see, okay, see how guys, this recap goes just on the first take. We'll just you guys it. tell me if I forget anything. He's not going to be able to hear you because I have my headphones in. But... Oh, good. Sick. This is going to be. Can we hear him? Yes, you'll be able to hear him. Yes. Dawn. Boy. Um, so to explain this premise to the audience, at the end of every episode, we call someone and try to tell them our story. Hey, Don, how's it going? How's it going, Tony? It's going well. You're on the Co-Struction podcast right now. Um, and we, we have a little story to tell you, Don. Oh, I'm excited. Um, and I guess at the end of this, not only we're gonna we're gonna need your opinion as well as we haven't come up with a name. So you guys be thinking of names, and we'll, we'll try to pitch a name before we before we asteroid this boys. Off. Boys, but, uh, wait, no, yeah, go on. Um, all right, so it starts Love out the great collide, and you know, basically it starts yep. out, and you're following this strange crystalline entity as she goes about her daily routine watching over these glowing crystals where you can see these humanoid figures made of crystals kind of growing in these like crystalline like cocoons of a kind and she's speaking with these ancestral spirits of these these huge beings built into the wall that are just part of this huge cave around them um, you discover that they're on an asteroid traveling through space in this great labyrinth that runs all throughout it. And the, you find out that these crystalline beings are are suffering. Like they have they have been dormant for a long time because there is this great war with this other civilization that landed on the asteroid and started digging tunnels. And in doing so, destroyed the crystals and weakened them and killed off a lot of their society. So they're... She's going around, um, and they tell her to avoid them at all costs, that we cannot trust them. There's no way that things will work out, and she has to protect her. She, her only job is to raise the next generation of these crystal alien creatures. Um, but she gets curious, and she goes to the place they tell her never to go, the end of the labyrinth, and she finds, she finds a door, and standing there watching is like a guard. Um, this guard is a hobbit. Um, just like it's just a society of hobbits. Um, <laughs> crystal people hobbits too, or is it just a different society? Uh, it's like, like a different thing. Like the crystal people are society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the so the the hobbits. Uh, she 
she's watching this hobbit and studying him and eventually gets up the nerve to start so communicating like he sees her and they, they start tomorrow. they start talking <laughs> to each other and she, they you know slowly find out that they're not so different you know they start to kind of develop a rapport so and start to fall in love believe it or not um and the spirits are watching this the crystalline spirits built that are kind of traveling throughout this this who control the labyrinth are watching and are like uh-uh we can't allow this to happen they're about to touch for the first time the crystal hand is reaching towards the hobbit hand when suddenly the labyrinth comes to life and this huge chasm grows before them and essentially now what's going on is the the spirits say that they cannot allow them to be together but these two people the this crystal alien and this hobbit this is so hard to say without laughing. <laughs> they are they are trying. They're like, we want to be together. And they're like, okay, for you to be together, you must pass our test. You have to prove that you deserve to be together. And so this labyrinth is constantly changing. As being overwatched by these, these guardians of the labyrinth, they're creating these series of tests where they're having to go through these rooms and, and, and overcome all these trials, essentially, to prove that they want to be together. And wow. they get to the the trial and tribulation after trial. Never, and, and the important thing, they're never in the, they're never able to touch. They're never in the same room. There's always like a wall between them. There's always a chasm. They can never interact with each other. It's always just them. Half the time they can't even talk, but they're they're having to prove their love and their determination to get to the end. And they do. And where they end up is in the room with all the crystal cocoons. And the spirits go, uh, the spirits are furious because they thought they would both give up by this point. They can't believe they're still going. They, they, they're losing it. And they're like, no, you are dooming our people. To trust them is to, it, they will never change. They will never learn. We must, it is, it is us or them. There can be only one. And they, they tell, they, this huge crystal grows out of the ground. They're like, you must kill him. You have to. Otherwise, we, and you start, the, the, the roof starts to shake and you see the cocoons and they're starting to crack. And they're like, if you don't, we will destroy it ourselves. We will not watch our, our slow decline it is now or never do it and she is freaking out she doesn't know what to do she can't kill him she's in love and she looks and he stabbed himself and he's he's stabbed himself. <laughs> and he's he's bleeding out and he smiles at her and he starts to collapse and she runs to him and this is the first time they touch and she's holding him as he's bleeding out in her arms and his last breath is there as they're talking and she starts to he starts to slowly fade and as his last breath you see she starts to cry and as she does the ground starts to shake around her and around her these crystals form forming them both into a crystal cocoon that envelops them fully and they are now locked forever in an eternal embrace together never able to touch before this moment but now forever locked <clears throat> into eternity together and Poor little hobbitsies yeah and and then you see the cocoons start to hatch around them and you see these crystal creatures start to grow and 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 come to life and the kind of end of this is you see them walking towards the hobbit society the guardians now truly do believe that the rift between the hobbits and the crystal creatures can be mended and it's kind of just an open ended you see them walking towards and there's a guard at the gate and they're just kind of looking at each other and they walk forward hand outstretched for a handshake and like maybe it ends with a handshake between these two random things and that's the end and that's how we rewrote Sounds the like bible a cute little 
<laughs> yeah, Romeo and Juliet was a major gets- influence. Um, so first, first off, do you want to hear what our um, what our random words were for this one? Yes, but first I want to ask one work. question about the story. Yeah, who was the narrator looking at the crystal people? Um, the, the guy J.K. Rowling. Like it was someone that had nothing to do with the story, but oh, just kept J- watching. <laughs> no, so that that was so the crystal. The, the, the crystal. There are the guardians. Of the, these these basically these dead crystal guardians that are inhabiting. They're just like they live. Elon in the Musk. <laughs> yeah, I and, get that. Uh, when he first started talking, it made it sound like you. That this narrator stumbled upon a crystal society and wanted to watch them. Um, no, it, it's it's more like the the guardians were telling her the story of of oh, okay. like there there because the, the, there has to be some exposition. It starts out with them being like, "Hey, you gotta you gotta watch like this." They're the, they're walking her through all this. She is interacting with these guardians for a while, and they kind of turn on her after she starts to go against them and try to make friends with the hobbits. Okay. Am I missing anything, guys? Sorry, I know I've been talking, doing a lot of the talking. I, I think you got brainstorming it. Titles you in the chat. <clears throat> yeah, um, we have some ideas. Um, the random <laughs> words we had, and Josh, can you help me if I'm forgetting any of these? Yeah. Um, it was it was underground, labyrinth, and um, alien were our three major influences. Um, our our major events or our like things that had to be included were meteors, karma. And uh, what was what was the final ghosts? One ghosts, and our inhabitants were, were hobbits. Hobbitses. Okay. Hobbitses. <laughs> I think okay. I know which one we you will say we we neglected, and I would argue that we didn't. But I want to hear what you say first. <laughs> I was gonna say um, you said comet and meteor um, yeah i know you said meteor was the word but then earlier in the story you said comet oh yeah oh, I, that was just Tony. me misspeaking get it together uh, okay. yeah they're in a meteor like they're just in a big rock hurtling through we're gonna space. we're gonna hear from astronomy or, twitter yeah they, they got there and they started digging because they didn't really know that the that these crystal creatures lived in there they just they're hobbits they like to live underground <laughs> you know that I, I honestly we don't really have an explanation for that. We just had to get hobbits on this goddamn rock. So that's fair. That's fair. That's probably not an easy task. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Um, have you guys brainstormed a title you like yet? Yeah, look at uh, the Crystal comments. Owen Hobby. Well, say it, the, the audience can't see that, and Don can't see. It, so can we read it out loud? Crystal Owen Hobby yet? What was Iron that? Guard. Crystallo and Hobbyet. Crystallo and Hobbyet. I hate it. Of... <laughs> tunnel of Love? No, Tunnel, tunnel of love. love. It wasn't Tunnel love of Love. Tunnel. It was Love Tunnel. <laughs> tunnel of Love. And Paxton said, no, it was Love Tunnel. So. <laughs> Important distinction. Um, I love <laughs> Crystallized Hobbits <laughs> 2, Valentine's Day, the, the time. Beasts? What, it's it, personal. Okay, it's having sex called doing the beast with two backs. How about the crystal beast with two backs? <laughs> um, no. Oh no. Um, I actually, I kind of do love Tunnel of Love. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Tunnel of Love works pretty well. Especially with the 
and that automatically builds in guys we've been thinking this isn't a movie we just go and buy every tunnel of love and it's just like a small world after all these animatronics yeah. are just playing just, as you go what? past it oh, it into our theater roots <laughs> i mean it'd be a really gorgeous ceiling yeah what? Oh, and just, all, the last thing we, made, crystal, we decided crystal. it had to be a romance. Oh, sorry, Crystal. Day, so. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. That's a given. I understand. Um, I will say one question I have. How did that, the Crystal woman and the Hobbit only know each other in that one conversation? Uh, yeah, we we imply we wanted to imply more like if this was a movie, it would be broken into like three parts and the first third of the movie is them getting to know each other. Yeah, no, they, they get to know each other a little bit better. I mean, it's still like one of those rushed love things, you know. Um, I mean, for her, though, it's like she is not interacting with anyone ever. They'll be divorced in ever. six months. That's and, what it means. Yeah, and honestly, like the Hobbit himself probably is a little bit of an outsider because he like works as this guard and like doesn't interact. He basically works alone all the time. So they're both very lonely and they find solace in each other or whatever bullshit you know put it on a, a greeting card or whatever but the, the, um, the sequel can be like the 90 day fiance-esque like this is what their yeah. life is like inside that crystal <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's that's, that that's I think actually is, is 127 more, uh, hours we, we have never usually was. asked oh sorry we've never asked for like a, a a score but on a on a one to ten how much potential do you think this story has well, I know you gave me more of like the rush portion, but if you said you take the three parts, three separate movies. No, no, no. This is one movie. It's one movie. It's just like one movie. It's like three okay. acts. Three acts. Maybe we can movie. make it three. Mm, it, you, it really comes down to how you um, sell the love movies. between the Hobbit and the Crystal Woman. Mm-hmm. If you can sell that, then the whole movie sells itself. I'd give it a solid. Even if that that portion wasn't great, I'd give it a seven. 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 seven seven's a respectable <laughs> score. Hey. I'll take a seven. <laughs> That, that's, it's a good premise. It's got a good backstory. It's got conflict. It's got some like open ending. Got a little twist going there too. Tugs yeah. at your heartstrings when they're crystallized together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, appreciate your time. Um, I I know I know one thing. I'm gonna plug plug for you really quick. If you want to see more of Don, come here next week at seven when we record our other biweekly podcast, uh, Cooperation. Uh, Don is one of the one of the main members of that that podcast, as well as um, me, uh, Linnea, and Josh as well are all in that one. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But is there anything else you want to plug, Don? I just want to plug that. It'll be a great show. I really think it's going to have a lot of potential, a lot of fun, uh, great people to be around and listen to when they're talking about it. <laughs> I think everyone should join in and listen. Yep. Well, Don, appreciate it, and I will see you in a week. All right. Thanks for having me, Tony. Right, thank Have a you. good one. Bye. What a Guys, season. we did it. Seven. We did it. Ooh, we got a seven. That's a seven. Um, on, yeah, and honestly, I, I ended up, I wow. like this story a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I always feel with these projects, I'm always so hesitant when we start out like, this is nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> it's a movie one, with spinoff potential. Wow. One uh, message in the chat that I feel like uh, we should give potential uh, consideration for uh, the title is uh, from wow. Mr. Joshua Robbins. That's the death rattle. That is, like... 
that Can was not that supposed to, to be the title. So, <laughs> I so know it wasn't, but it's like <laughs> when whenever you told Don about how he stabbed himself, he made he made like ah, <laughs> and I was thinking that'd be like the perfect death rattle for that that moment. Anyway, uh, also I did say this, but um, Canvas Crypto said that we made a beautiful narrative with a heart, so they appreciated it. And honestly, <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing we need is Canvas Cryptid support. Yeah. Um, so sweet. Wow. Um, but I think stuck with that, it to the end. That we're 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 a little bit past an hour, which we usually are long anyway. Um, and we got a little bit of housekeeping Get to used do. To it. Um, I'm gonna do the housekeeping, and then we'll all say our good our our goodbyes. But once again, this is the this is construction. This is the start of season two, and we will be continuing season two every other Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, if you miss us for a week, you can catch. You can catch us on um, Cooperation, which is our other bi-weekly podcast, which is essentially, um, it's a D, it's D&D where if instead of going on an adventure, everyone just ran a city council. Uh, it's like, it's a government building podcast where people are trying to form a society and it's all just kind of role play based, except the one twist is one member of the council is actually trying to destroy everything. So... Uh, if you're interested in that, check it out and come uh, come see that. As well as on Saturdays, this one will be this podcast is produced by Josh and it is uh, managed by and edited by uh, Diego, who is a member of our cooperation podcast. I am sitting in a room. Um, I'm doing the. I'm actually going to be the first episode, believe it or not. Um, and it's an hour long of someone sitting in a room and describing the room around them. It's an exploration in uh, the stream of consciousness and what you talk about if you have to talk for an hour straight and run out of things to say. Um, I know Paxton's doing an episode eventually mm -hmm. and, and we'll have uh, eventually probably everyone on the network is going to do one. So um, check that out. That should be launching. I don't know if that'll be every Saturday or every other Saturday, but those will be premiering there. Uh, and the last thing, um, if you're depending on how you're listening to this, we are live on Twitch on uh, Sundays, but all our podcasts will be put on RSS feeds on um, Mondays, as well as archived on YouTube's on Monday. So you can check us out on YouTube and um, on Spotify or iTunes if you just want to listen or watch us again when we're not live. Um, so uh, that is all I can think of housekeeping wise. Uh, I have been one of your world builders, Tony Wilkinson. <laughs> Linnea Anderson. My name is Josh Robbins, and this is your reminder. There will be a quiz next week, so make sure to go back and listen oh to God, it again, Mons. maybe two or three Mons. times. Just you make sure you really get now. it. Two weeks from now, because we will not be doing this next week. Or are we going to give them a pop will... quiz in the middle of cooperation? I mean, you know, however it shakes out. We'll figure okay. it out. You won't. They won't see it coming. Just be ready. Mm -hmm. And then... Oh. And I am, I am Paxton Cleaver. Uh, and until next time, as always, happy building.